You're listening to the Know Nothing Podcast with Stat and Dojo. Dojo. Hey, I should record that. That should be my new thing for my channel. Screw that uh, girl saying it. You are much more enthusiastic and energetic. That was beautiful. Dojo. You okay? Hey. <laughs> hey. You want to use that? Yeah. Too bad. No, it's too bad. We too bad. I can use whatever no. I want. It's free use now. It's I free. can use whatever I want. I can use whatever I want. Dojo can do whatever he wants. That's a good question. If someone were to say something like a famous person, like Tom Cruise said Dojo, and I had a recording of it, and I used it, could he like come after me or something? I mean, technically, I think you could do that. Anyone can come after anyone. Doesn't mean they'll win, but yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's the way. I think it's like you can sue anyone, right? No, I don't mean, I mean, I get maybe. I'm just saying, like, would they in the legal would right? Would he? Probably not, because he's okay. too busy sending out birthday cakes to people. That, what? <laughs> I read somewhere that he's, like, obsessed with sending birthday cakes to people, like, that he's worked with. <laughs> I know it's weird. I Like, these weird TIL, like, today I learned on Reddit. One of them was this thing about him. I mean, I don't know if they're all true, mm. but supposedly he, uh, he sends birthday cakes to people he's worked with. He's, like, obsessed with it. I would spend some time to Google it, but I uh, finally don't care. I, I don't care. Oh, you don't care? <laughs> I don't care. Right, well, tell me what you want to talk about so I can care no, less just, about that, too. It's like, like crazy famous people and their idiot eaters' secrecies. Whatever. Well, uh, so oh, you don't want a cake from him? No, you I don't. I don't want a Tom Cruise cake. There's a good chance it's poisoned. Uh, I don't. Wow. I don't. He would never poison your cake. You don't know He'd what he would do. You don't know what he would do. He would probably make it himself. Do you know him? Do you know Tom Cruise personally? No. Mm hmm. Don't pretend. <laughs> if I knew him personally, we'd be partying right now together. I don't think like, he parties. Tom, are we are we, I, actually, are we jumping on a planes this weekend? I don't think he parties. I, I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's a partier. You, you, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's a partier. He doesn't. He's Guys, too, he's too based hard. on the way he looks on television. Wow. He's uh he's not a partier. No, I'm more based on there's no stories out there about some crazy parties or him getting crazy or doing something stupid or you know going out there or getting drunk or getting. I didn't know he doesn't have house parties and shit. Well, he might. I'm just—I've never heard any stories about him doing anything like crazy. But fine, whatever. I don't. This is again. We are at this point. This is the full-on no nothing podcast. Done anything crazy? We are arguing about things that we both don't know about. That's that's the fundamental of this entire podcast. It's beautiful. Yeah. What else don't you know? <laughs> what our topic is today? <laughs> well, our topic is uh, we're circling back around on um, our discussion about uh, Ninja and his move to Mixer, and. Not necessarily the results of it. That's it's still too early to totally tell, but Streamlabs did release their their big uh, quarterly report. I don't know where they get all their data. So there's still some discussions. People on YouTube say that they don't get all the data right. Whatever. Tom Cruise sends it to them. That's probably true. I can't imagine that not being true. I guess that that makes total sense. With the birthday cake. <laughs> with the birthday cake. He sends the birthday cake to Streamlabs with a little envelope on top with all the data. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, if it's like, here's the API, guys. <laughs> Anyways, that uh, they, they, uh, the quarterly report came out that um, showing Mixer and Twitch. We don't care about YouTube or DLive right now. It's, it's not immaterial. But those two com companies uh, in the last quarter, from the difference between quarter, basically quarter two and three, but it, it actually does track all the way back to uh, January of 2018. The reason why that matters is that you can see trends by doing that. And uh, an interesting thing that came out that I noticed right away that I don't think anyone's talked about because the only article I found was kind of like, wish-washy about the, the results 
was that Mixer in quarter two to quarter three dropped watch time for the first time in the past two years, and Twitch increased watch time quarter two to quarter three. Yeah, total hours watched. Yeah, yeah total hours watched, which fundamentally is the only metric that matters on streaming. Um, more and more in this, our, this document talks about uh, the whole um, number of hours streamed which is such a stupid metric. It's like it's it's pointless because it's like yeah, you have. Well, a lot I mean, of I think it talks about that. Kind of gives you an idea about how many people are streaming there. I mean, so? it, it's good in that sense. You can see like how many users are there streaming. But I agree with you that it doesn't really show growth or anything like that. Well, it doesn't matter how many people are streaming on a platform. It doesn't. Of course, it, it does. Why? Why? Well, why? You, you don't think that it, you need to have a certain amount of people have like a healthy ecosystem of people coming up and going down? Well, it's already been that. I mean, all the platforms have. Even DLive has a lot of streamers. It's not. That's not a question. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, of, if not thousands, of streamers on all these platforms. That's been known since the day one. It doesn't matter. You know, it, actually, it's up to the millions now. Yeah, but they're not having 87, you know, uh, million hours streamed. I just, I, I just don't see the metric value. I can't, I can't wrap my head around any, any information that would come from that that would benefit. Like, well, I wish we had an analytical guy on here who could, who could be like, Dojo, you're wrong. <laughs> You, you, so that, I personally you, agree, you just I want a person agree. on here to tell me I'm wrong. You don't care if it's analytical or if it's my mom. You just want someone no, to come here to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> I want him to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> uh, well, well, I'm here to tell you you were wrong because everyone oh. was all about how how, how Mr. Ninja was going to just freaking change the, the 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 paradigms of these platforms. He's going to put put Mixer on the map. It's going to go crazy. It's going to hurt Twitch. It's going to knock the kingpin down off their, their... You know what's funny? The data shows me, at least in this first quarter change, that not only did he not help Mixer, but it hurt Mixer. And not only did it not hurt Twitch, it helped Twitch. And I do not know why no one is talking about this. This report is a big deal to me, that more people were watching more hours on Twitch when Ninja left and less hours on Mixer when he left. That's... that like What? Why now? I, well, I, I, more people stream there now because of him. True, but 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 less. Yeah, less people watching in terms of hours after he moved. Which is even ten percent decrease in total gaming hours watched on the platform. Yeah. So think about that. So you pay ten million dollars to bring a freaking star to your platform, and you get less people watching. Dude, you get fired for that decision if you were in charge of a company like that. If it's a big corporation and you lost ten percent of your earnings after a huge investment, it's like it's insane. Now I don't know. What, I don't know what that calculates the money because it's ad revenue, right? So watch time has to be related to ad revenue. So they lost money. They, they, with, with they not only lost money in investing on him, but they lost money on the watch time or whatever that would. Well, let's trade. let's let's be careful though. Okay. That's a bold thing. They lost money after a quarter. It's like you gotta you gotta realize that there is a long term plan. I mean, when you when you're investing that type of money, I don't think that one quarter is enough to be like they. It was a bad decision, or you're right. You don't, I, I, I'm getting a little hyperbole. You're right. I just, I'm more or less, if you were going to, if, we're in a world of an entertainment industry and, and it's all about hype. It's about now. It's like what's happening now. So that's what it means. Like when you invest in an entertainment property, it should invest and happen. It's not a long term. You're not doing property like a, like a building or a company that's going to grow in 30 years. You're investing on the person who's hot now, just like in football. In fact, imagine if someone invested in a quarterback, a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, and he didn't do anything for the first three years, you know. Well, a dojo. That is not the same as one quarter. That's like not winning the Super Bowl the next year, but then the next three years, maybe there's something good happens. I don't know. You, you can, it's it's You're probably what right. I'm trying to say is I agree with you that it's weird that the numbers 
are showing this. It's a strange thing, and trying to understand why is 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 difficult. It's like, what is the reason for that? You know, why did that happen? Well, uh, one of my my theories was is uh, of course Twitch's increase. I think has a lot to do with WoW and the rise of RP GTA. Kind of coincided with Ninja leaving. You know, like these streamers that were doing decent started getting huge numbers with uh, RP and. The streamers are used to do FBS is all switched to WoW out of nowhere, and and my God, that game got huge for a long time. I think there's a lot of people came out of the woodwork who didn't watch streams anymore who came to watch WoW, and that might be what that was. I think Twitch's increase has nothing to do with Ninja. It's just simply that. But why Mixer went down? That is, I think, an alarming thing because there's no reason for it to go down. It should only go up. Only. I go have up. an idea. Why? Maybe because he switched over there. All these people that were used to be watchers maybe started streaming and l watching less because we know, true, um, as streamers that people come into your chat, they've never streamed before. They meet you, they hang out, they like the like the community, and they they're having a good time, and then they're like, I want to try this streaming, and they try, and then they disappear. They'd never come back because they're so busy streaming, and so you know they'll pop in here and there, but they don't. They're no longer like a watching viewer. They're now a streamer. And I think that maybe his move there has created this, <clears throat> like hope that, oh, if mix if he's coming here, more eyeballs. If I start streaming right now, better chance of success. I mean, a lot of people switched over there when he did it, and I'm sure a lot of people started streaming when he went there. Well, back to the metric of how much hours, not hour streamed, but there's actually a metric of um, uh, streamer count. You know, current streamers, and they've actually current, dropped. What? Uh, how many how many streamers are streaming on the platform? Not not how many hours streamed, but how many people. Right. And Twitch has actually gone down, which again it's interesting. Less streamers have been streaming on Twitch, more watch time. Mixer tripled the amount of streamers in that quarter because of course Ninja everyone's like, oh, we have to go over there because now it's where all the viewers are going to be. And everyone blindly in a bandwagon went over there and said, I'm going to stream on this platform. It's the next biggest thing. I remember how many tweets were out there. It was, it was I was so like rolling my eyes like you guys have no idea what this stuff is like no one from ninja is going to come watch you but whatever have fun and sure enough they tripled the amount of people who streamed over there um and so a lot of those viewers were probably uh, streamers were probably viewers of, of people on mixer you know what i mean like they're mixture of watchers saw ninjas coming like well this is my time this is when i should start a channel and boom they all started channels <laughs> not realizing they're just a bunch of streamers now and no one's watching anybody <laughs> it's so sad yeah. It's sad because fundamentally it shows the the, uh, the disconnect on what it means to be uh, a streamer, or like uh, to buy streamers and move platforms and stuff. That I, I've had this argument a hundred times over, where it's about it's not about one person, not one person. Hey, how do you do it better? And I've told this before. Um, you, you you don't hire, you don't spend money on one guy. You spend ten million on a thousand guys. You you research for a year. With, with with a crack team, you spend a million bucks, you hire kids out of college, analytics guys, right, who go and watch streams, try to connect the dots on community. Like, do these streamers talk to each other? They do. And what percentages? Okay, how many of those viewers go into that person's chat? And where do they go after they go to those two people? Oh, this streamer? Okay, now that put that guy on the roster. Let's watch these, like, thousand streamers for a year and see what they're doing. Is their community growing? Is it shrinking? Okay, I think we locked in this great. Okay, not thousand. Okay, eight hundred of these guys are amazing. They're all connected in a sort of a six degree separation. Let's all offer every one of them ten grand to move over. Now, that's ten million dollars, right? Ten thousand times one thousand times ten thousand. Right? Yeah, that's ten million bucks. That's your ten million dollar investment. A thousand streamers, all connected, all with community, all told to leave at the same time. You just fucking hit Twitch with a fucking gut shot. It's only one million dollar. No, not ten thousand times one thousand. No, that's 10, 10 million. 10,000 
ten thousand times one thousand. Yeah, is oh, 10, it is ten million. Mm -hmm. why, did my, why did my calculator lie to me? I, you don't use calculators; use your brain. It's better. You just add three zeros to the end of it. That's all you do. That's which. That's all it is. You ten thousand add three zeros, ten million. Um, so there's ten million bucks, much better spent because now you also not only have you increased your viewer time and your watch time and your amazing like analytics across the board, but you've also fucking helped a thousand people make a living by giving a lot of money as a boost in the arm in a very struggling business where it's very hard to, to survive in this very cutthroat kind of like day by day grind instead of giving 10 million to a guy who's already got 20 million in the bank, which I think is insulting because this guy, the kid was freaking super rich, giving him more money to do. It's like, it's such a disconnect. But that is the, that's the way it is. I know it's the way it is, whatever. And I'm not even jealous or anything like that. It's just like I find it to be a bad investment. I find it to be uh, improper. And it's also, it obviously didn't do what the, the, the intended uh, uh, method was. I don't know. So when I think of it like this, um, I think it's too early to say it's a bad investment. I think that uh, I don't know how much they paid him, but the the thing is, like, I don't think Microsoft. Yes, one of it is one of the reasons to get him over there is to, you know, bring more eyes to Mixer, and I think that they they did. I don't know how it will positively impact it or negatively impact it over time, but I also think that they see him as. A partner you know and like in more than just mixer i'm thinking like halo and microsoft Studios stuff i really think that they're going to be like working together with him branding with him and i think it will make a big difference when those things happen i think that that will be a part of you know maybe helping him grow i think and helping him helping that, them grow that's if he has an audience that gives a fuck about him anymore he had eight thousand people watching him play fortnite this morning now, to us, 8,000 is a lot, but to his 140,000 is peak or his 60,000 averaging in Twitch, it's kind of a joke. Like, he had 8,000 people in Mixer watching him play Fortnite, and he was winning, like he always does. So, yeah, if that's a long-term goal, fine, but, I, I mean, that's a pretty small pony to put so much energy into. Uh, a brand that is great right now because he's still sort of hype, but he's still from the Twitch era. But if he's another two years on Mixer with five to 8,000 people watching him, I mean, whatever. I mean, he's not hype enough to really bring a brand anywhere. I don't think. I mean, he's not going to. He wouldn't have never got an Ellen with five thousand, eight thousand people watching. So I don't know. I mean, you might be right, and I kind of hope you're right because I want something to happen positive for this stuff. I don't want this to be like another burn bad situation in this this industry we keep finding. But um, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just funny to me. Like, I think about like, wouldn't it be smarter? Maybe even tried. Would like get Doctor Disrespect versus Ninja because of his. His, his iconic brand is much more iconic. Ninja really doesn't have a brand per se, does he? I mean, he has a couple logos and he has his name, but he doesn't really have a brand. Like, what what is Ninja? What does he do? What, who is who is Ninja? I, I think that I think that Ninja being um, family friendly is kind of what they want. Uh, Doc is not that. I, I guess it's funny you say that because he. I was watching Ninja today and he was cursing and he was yelling and. You know, it was it was not that friendly, friendly, but uh, whatever. I guess that's maybe what it is. I mean, Nick Nick A thirty is like the, when I consider family friendly. When I see a, like a guy who's always got a smile on his face, you know, like the perma smile and always say nice things. That's what I see as family friendly per se. Like again, better investment for Twitch. They did a good job there. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, it's it's hard to tell. Oh, uh, I, at I the same time. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, I was going to say that Nick H thirty had fifteen thousand watching him on Twitch at the same time that Ninja had eight thousand on Mixer. I thought that was pretty interesting. That's guy, pretty cool. GG's yeah. to him. Was it? I said GG's to him. Nick's I, an awesome guy. 
I know, I know. I'm, I'm saying like that's but that's a fascinating like uh, dichotomy, and that and I sense a guy who's the god of Fortnite on Twitch gets purchased, and he can't get half the numbers that not the god of Fortnite, but the god of Fortnite maybe on YouTube, who gets sent over Twitch has double numbers. I mean, these are all there's a lot more metrics involved, right? You can't just like compare one to one. But I saw that as kind of an interesting like hmm moment where like you know mixer maybe you should have bought Nick, you know? <laughs> who knows? Maybe it would have been a better choice. Who knows? I have no idea. It's, it's, there's a lot of like backend things. I also think about what you're saying, getting a thousand people for 10k. Like, it must be to get a thousand people to sign contracts. That's like a lot of back and forth, a lot of work, and a lot of like. It seems like it would cost more than 10 million. But you're right. No, again, I'm just throwing numbers out. It would, again, the, the the time of a year in researching, hiring people. I think what you're trying to say, right, is like community. Yeah, just bring a community of people like that are all connected in some way. Instead of just dragging one person out and it's a disconnect and trying yeah. to transplant the entire community of that one person. Because like he still streams with people who stream on Twitch, right? So they can still hear his voice mm -hmm. and, uh, and 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 like he's still his name is still there. Um you know, they, they even say that he's on Mixer. We don't so own our community. We don't own our community. We, we we are selfish and we are narcissistic to think that we own our community. They only watch us. They'll go anywhere we go because they only love us because that's just bull. We're only on for three, maybe five hours a day. Uh, if they're really into streaming, they're jumping around and seeing a whole bunch of other people. I mean, I've gone into straight random streams and seen people from my channel. I don't even know they know this guy. And it turns out they've been watching him for like two years. You know, I've, I've, that's happened so many times because our community isn't ours. It's the community. It's the platform's community. It just is. There's different maybe niches or factions that kind of like move around. But it's all a ginormous like moving gel of people that kind of they, they wash over each other. And when you take one streamer out... They see him go and they just watch him leave. I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. I like that guy. But I also like these other 15 people that I watch all the time. I'm not leaving this platform just because that guy left. And so many of our friends have left platforms. And, and I think that disconnect, thinking that they're all going to come with us. Well, would you? I mean, any streamer you're watching, would you suddenly leave a platform because they left? No. you'd you, All your streamers you love are right there on Twitch. Why would you leave to go to another platform? It doesn't make any sense. It's not human nature. So... That's also if the fact that someone in a million dollar decision making set doesn't understand that is another problem because they don't understand the fundamentals of streaming. I mean, <clears throat> I think there's a lot to be learned about streaming. I think a lot of the, the people that are in charge potentially have never streamed, you know, so it's, it's weird to, to when people make decisions on things that they've never done. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's sometimes to me is a little odd when you know putting someone in charge of of decisions when they never been through the the like you know that battleground yeah because we, we we talked about this in youtube was one of our big complaints i think somebody, it was casey neistat originally brought it up that nobody in the entire executive board or the entire like upper echelon of youtube everybody i think it's like oh like a like hundred or so of them have never once been a creator none of them have ever been the YouTube grind, never been the guy who did zero to a thousand subs. And like the idea that understanding the life and the blood of, of what a YouTube creator does, none of them have lived that life. And it's, it's kind of fascinating and sad at the same time. Like how could you be making decisions about a platform you fundamentally have no knowledge of? You can't possibly, I mean, when you walk to a company like a like McDonald's corporation, there's a good chance the guy up there at the top has worked at a McDonald's or worked in a fast food restaurant, or at least worked in retail, you know, has somehow been on the ground floor doing something relating to what he's working on in the upper side. 
and no one and YouTube does. And I think that is probably, I would guess, probably industry wide. Um, there's probably a lot of people in gaming and a lot of people who like in game development or in, in uh, game developing studios that then became part of Twitch or became part of uh, that. But it, they never were a streamer. You know, they don't understand what it means. Um, I also think that for me, it's, it's like, what is the best viewing experience? I used to really like YouTube Gaming's app. Um, Twitch's app was also good back in the day, and I, I used both of those. Like, I used Twitch and um, YouTube. And then um, when I was streaming on Mixer, I also was using the Mixer app, but the Mixer app was still early, and it wasn't as good as, like, the other two. It was still, like, fairly fresh, um, you know, to the market. And I now, like, that YouTube Gaming app is gone, it's really difficult to, for me to watch streams on YouTube. And so I don't really watch streams anymore on YouTube. I haven't, watched, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched a stream on YouTube since I left. Not one. Not links? one. I'm all, oh our my God. I'm all our friends left anyways. And all the ones that we actually watched all are on Twitch or on Mixer and DLive now anyways. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't watch streams on YouTube because it's just too much of a pain in the ass to even find them or discover. Uh, and if I do, it's usually some Korean guy I can't understand. <laughs> So screw it, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and, and and like which is, you know, their their app has been really good. I uh, I, I really like their their app, and it's, it seems to be getting better and better. Well, that's the thing why we we fall in love with Twitch is because we knew this a long time ago. We knew this three years. I mean, we've always known Twitch has been good at, at features and getting things going and moving and grooving and, and improving things. We just didn't want to, you know, we were trying our best to just be positive about YouTube being that's the solution. But uh, now that we're oh, we're on Twitch, it's it's exciting to finally be able to be part of the system that's improving. You know, whenever they make a change, it seems to be for the better. Some people like to complain, but it's it seems I you didn't like the fonts on on Twitter on on on, uh, on the new. They're just weird to get used to. I'm not a big fan of that font. Well, it's it's a generic font, but it's not meant to be flashy. It's meant to be very very legible, and it is. You can't. It's very legible le writing, and that's what's nice. You know where the navigation is clear, easy, and understandable. The the title is nice and big and bold. Um, I, I don't mind it. I don't think it's artistically it's not the most pretty, but I don't care about pretty. I care about uh, functionality, and Twitch has always seemed to get functionality down pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was my, I mean, to me, I guess when any kind of website change, it can be a little jarring sometimes, you know, just even a small thing, like especially when you use it every day, you come on and it's like, it's not the same. It's a weird feeling sometimes. So I, I, I understand. I agree. Um, I mean, our original yeah, I mean, conversation we're talking about is, is, is the whole purchasing of Ninja to come to Mixer, and the data is, is out for the first quarter, showing that there's a there's a bit of a disconnect in in the actual reality of the of the uh, of the hopefulness of what Ninja meant for that platform. Because I mean, the reason why I make this a big deal is early on, though. You keep saying early on, but it has to have something impact of a good. I mean, it was such a huge hoopla. Everybody on Twitter was just losing their minds over this, and if yeah. I mean, what's the long term? I mean, what a little increase in numbers because they spent a lot of money and there's a lot of hoopla for just a loss of watch time. Like, what else could they getting from it? You said long term. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, like I said, it, it, it's unknown. That's why it's a little early to, to kind of tell. But I think that like a lot of this is going to be incorporated into some sort of Xbox gaming. Yeah, that's true. Something like beyond Mixer, even though Mixer is part of it. But the, on, on, at the same time, I mean, it's not like they're not going to be splitting revenues or whatever they're doing with him. Another um, thing I was saying, like, for instance, a lot of people were, when I was, I, I was having arguments when it happened. I was like the only guy who thought it was like, 
And good for him and Ninja because he made a lot of money. But other than that, I don't see the benefit in the industry. Everyone's like, it's great for the industry. And one point was that the, uh, I think the, the Mixer app was downloaded 2.6 million times. And it was the number one download app on the App Store. And everyone's like, see, now Mixer's getting exposure. It's crazy. This is amazing. If that was true, then why'd the watch time go down? Because they got exposure, but no one was watching. And that's not going to suddenly increase just because people have the app. No one cares. Like, they down the app out of curiosity. Well, what's this? What's this? Oh, oh Ninja. Okay, that's it. He's just he's playing Fortnite. That's it. Okay, fine. Turn off. Never turn it back on. Probably delete the app. That's the reality I see. Like, all the hype is gone now. Whatever happened in that <clears> changeover <throat> is gone. So they've now got to build pretty much from scratch. Like, we are on Twitch. Ninja has to build from start now on Mixer. And I think it's a problem because I don't think Mixer has a game plan. I don't, I mean, they've shift gears now at three times now. So I don't know what their next goal is. I don't know what the end, the end game is. Me either. We have to wait and see. I guess so. I mean, I, I mean, hmm. unless you can go work there and make some choices and decisions for them. Heck no. They, did I tell you they're taking my partnership away? <laughs> no. Because I haven't streamed there in three months. They sent me an email saying, yep, <laughs> sorry, you're out of here. I'm like, okay, fine, I guess. I mean, I mean I, it's kind of sad. I had all the, I was partnered all platforms. Now I'm going to lose Mixer Mixer. All of them didn't even lose. That one is kind of funny, but oh well. It doesn't matter to me. But it's just funny that Mixer would be, uh, that care if someone's a partner. Like, why, why do you care if I'm a partner? Like, why does it matter to you to take a check mark away? It's like, so I don't know. It's odd. I'm not sure. Especially if I'm just, just for not streaming. It's not like I'm streaming like negative stuff or being a dick or doing something. I'm not, I'm not even saying anything about Mixer on my streams on Twitch. Straight up just not giving the check. I mean, you guys came to me. You guys called me on the phone and told you want to be a partner. So I said, sure. And you gave me the check mark. And then I stopped streaming and you took it away. Like that's That seems like a strange, childish thing to do. <laughs> so in the end, this is still going to happen like continuously, I think, in the streaming platform or streaming industry. What do you do? How do you, like these, these companies and all this are going to continue to do this back and forth. Um, but the poaching, you mean? Yeah. I said, I think they, like, they need to learn a better way do of doing better? it. You know, like, I don't think that thousand people is vi viable. Okay, I keep saying thousand because I use a number, but it could be could be a hundred people. You know, I'm, I'm focused on a thousand. I can tell you're really because you said a thousand. Because you, you found a little like weak the spot. Thousand cupcakes. You found a weak Tom spot in my. going to send you. <laughs> he sends, you said it was cakes. He sends cupcakes? Because, by the way, I think it's just cake or cupcakes. Pro or tip all parents out there, forget the birthday cake. Stop doing birthday cakes. It's just a mess. It's a damn mess. Cutting the cake, getting the kids want the corners. Kids don't want the corners. They want the Mario head. Stop doing it. Cupcakes. It's a genius idea. You pre-made, sizable. You can even get small ones if you don't want your kids that much sugar. Get like two dozen cupcakes. Put a candle in it. Let the kid blow it out like it's a cake, and then just hand it to the kids, and they love it because they all have equal proportions, so no one's fighting. Uh, you get a vanilla and you get a chocolate, so you both get you know options, right? So you can do get one cake. Um, every single cupcake has a decoration on it. It's what genius. if I like uh, red velvet? Yeah, red velvet cupcakes, they exist. We don't know. I don't want just you know. Then you need three different cupcakes. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're being picky. And you want a further selection. Well, um, yeah. you'll just not be invited back to that party again. That's all. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because that's been a trend in kids' birthdays lately. At least my kids, at least we, we don't. What cupcakes? Cupcakes. I mean, no, no birthday cake. Cupcakes. It's it's they love it, dude. The kids can love they it. make. Can you make uh, ice cream cupcakes? I, I would. Because my favorite birthday cake is actually ice cream cake. Uh, I 
thought it was red velvet. Now it's cupcakes with ice cream. You little dick. You just you just needling me with details yep. that you just want to make. I am. Well, <laughs> Lord help you if you have children. That's all I gotta say. What ice cream cake? Do they have those in cupcake shop? I agree with you. Fun? By the way, Dairy Queen ice cream cake is the only cake I allow people to buy me for my birthday if they buy. Me. I don't like celebrating my birthday, and I don't like cupcakes. Oh, those cakes are amazing. They are. There's something about the density of that uh, that ice cream and that crunchy cookie filling. Oh, it's in the fudge. You get the Oreo one? I think so. I think it's the only one they have, don't they? No, they got a lot of different ones. Mm. Oreo's the best, though. And they're good. It's good stuff. And man. then there's like this chocolate. They make like this nice chocolate design on the outside, like at the base. And that chocolate is so yummy. I don't know what it's made of, but it's probably sugar. And it's, it's probably really good. sugar. <laughs> God damn it, you are one of the smartest men I've ever met in my life. I never sugar. thought I thought it was like baking powder and cornstarch, but man, sugar, duh. Well, I, what was I? Th- it makes sense now. <laughs> it's not honey. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess that's all that is to say about the topic. I mean, there's nothing else to say about Mixer and, uh, and, and, and Ninja. I mean, he's just, he's there sitting there playing his game. And, and by the way, speaking of, I did watch him today, and I, I still. Uh, hats off to you, all you Fortnite players who are can play that game. I I am just I look at the epileptic seizure that is building and fighting, and I just I I just don't, how is this like, how like the, like there's a new I, I noticed that there's a new metric in the game where you open up a door or something in the wall and you shoot through it. And he he killed like three guys like that, and I was like, how do you even, the editing quick edits? Yeah, but the quick edits, but it's like I didn't know if he's in his wall, but yeah, quick edits, and then you shoot through him in the wall. But like during the battles where like they're they're climbing a hundred feet in the air with like a thousand walls, mm-hmm. it's like a geometry uh, nightmare, and I can't. It's hard for me to even see what's going on, let alone play it. So it's fascinating that people can even do that. The human mind and the controls. That's fascinating, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't, don't know. I think I think the greatest example of it is like imagine when you were younger playing video games, and then one of your parents that like didn't know how to play games and were very bad at them and you gave them the controller or what well, they watch you and they had no idea what was going on. I think it's the same thing. Like kids nowadays are, you know, being taught this as the norm. Oh, you're right. It was a generation. And, gap, like, you're to us, we're like, Oh, we just want to like shoot on the level playing field. And personally, like if you would have been playing Fortnite from the beginning, you'd probably be fine and doing well. At the game, you're adorable. If you're you, adorable. Have you seen you me play? You have you it? seen me play PUBG? <laughs> yeah, I have. I've been playing that game for three years. <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, too you're old. saying that you don't get better? You mean? No, well, not me. I honestly, when I when I when I, when I, I fundamentally blame my gaming ability in the fact that I get like four hours of sleep. I have two kids. I have two jobs. Basically, I don't have any downtime. I, my brain never gets to rest. I never get to just functionally get humanly better. I don't. I don't play offline. I don't focus. I do worry more about chat. You know, it's like there's a whole list of things I, I know why I'm not good. And and I'm old. I'm you know 39 years old. You get to a point where your ability to your reaction time, your ability to function and, and process speed information gets gets harder. I mean, there's a reason why this is. You know, kids are are, are kings of games. Their their minds are just are built for it. Well, the reaction time is definitely something that does go. Over time, it is it is a thing where it's like, you know, twenty years ago you probably were, you know, when you're playing Call of Duty. Yeah, really the, I mean, I again, that's why I was a Call of Duty guy because my two thousand twenty two years of twenty age of twenty two to age of thirty, all I did was play Call of Duty, and it was like I was number one in every game. You know, sixty kill, kind of crazy, just badass three, 
and I thought I was t- I could keep that, and I and I had can't. I, it's gone now. It's gone. It's dead. Dead. Hmm. We, what with Call of Duty, I've seen you do well. Yeah, do okay. I mean, I can get into a mode. I get into a groove. I get into like a zone, I guess. But I, don't, I can't. It's not sustainable. Not like I, I used to like. I used to play Call of Duty for five six hours a night, and I never would lose a game. That's why I thought I was going to stream in Call of Duty. I was like, I could do this. I could be an MLG Call of Duty guy. And and it did. I mean, it worked for them. I mean, BO3 built my channel for on on, call, on, uh, on, uh, on YouTube for the most part. I think at least a third of my entire sub base was from that. But I got old and I got tired and I don't have it anymore. So now I'm an entertainer. I'm trying to be an entertainer. I'm trying to think, see how that could be a better angle. Which is another thing to discuss. Like, why is there not more entertainers on on these on these platforms, and why can't those be the people? For another podcast. Oh, wow! Jeez, you you done talking to me now? Is this, this is like we're done? I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is enough dojo Damn. for this Tuesday. <laughs> it's been thirty minutes. I didn't even, I didn't feel like I was overdoing it. I feel okay, sick inside. <laughs> But yes, that's a good idea for the next podcast. Okay, fine. Why don't more people try the entertaining route? Yeah. Versus the gaming <laughs> route? Basically, just chatting is that, though. It kind of is. Yeah, just chatting is... Uh, but we, can, oh, we can't talk about it. No, you're sick of me. Oh, we can't talk about it. I've had enough. <laughs> You've had enough of the dojo. <laughs> All right, dojo. Well, thanks for uh, taking the time. And um, <laughs> I'll tell Tom Cruise that if... Uh, Cupcakes. Your birthday comes up. Cupcakes. Cupcakes instead. All right. See you later. Bye-bye, man. Bye.